0: Welcome to Because I Want to Know, the podcast where we get into people's heads and find out how their choices in life has affected them. My name is Leslie Fear. I'm your host. So let's get into it, shall we? Hey, everyone. Today, I'm joined with Karen Rontowski. She's a stand-up comedian. She's a tarot card reader, and she's a paranormal investigator. Welcome to the show, Karen. Hi, thanks for having me. I tell you what, girl, you were on Bob Nickman's show, and I love him. The Exploding Head, I believe. Is that the name of the podcast? (laughs) I think it is. He is so awesome. He's so funny. And also, um, I had one of his guests on, uh, Mary Helen Hensley, who was a near-death experiencer, and I just kind of kept listening, and you came on next, and you, for one thing, cracked me up. You have such a way, well, you know, in this day and age, we need as much humor as we can with COVID running around and all the election garbage that's going on. So, and this is also going to be like a prediction show for me. If you're okay with that, give us a little of your insight. Uh, Yeah. On 2021. So tell me a little bit about yourself, Karen. So I always say on my Instagram and Twitter and everything,
1: it says stand-up comedian, tarot card reader, Marketing quagmire uh, because (laughs) that is sort of what I am. I had been on the road for about 30 years. I had always, since I was very, since I was in my 20s, probably at the same time I started stand up. I started studying tarot, and I was doing about 30 weeks a year on the road, and I said, you know, this is too much travel. I'm never going to kind of have a life if I don't calm this down a little. And so I thought, well, maybe I can do tarot readings. Maybe I'll start a tarot business. And the tarot business exploded so that my comedy career, I could choose where I wanted to work and when and not be in this position where, you know, with comedy, sometimes you're like, well, I have to take all these gigs. I have to work everywhere to make money. I right. Say no, And then it helped my careers. Both my careers went terrific. And I started before I started reading tarot professionally, I had a show Called Psychic Stand Up, where m- my friend and I would do an hour of stand up, and then I would read cards for the crowd, and we would make it funny. And it's very, that's the show I'm trying to get out mostly. I have a, I just released a CD called Psychic Stand Up Valentine's Edition that I did on Valentine's Day. But it's a, I say marketing quagmire because everybody's like, well, is she reading really tarot or is she being funny? And it's like, well, both. And so, <laughs> but that's pretty much my life, even my comedy act is quite paranormal. So my whole life is pretty much, you could just put it in the non-traditional categories that there isn't a conversation about ghosts or demons or the future so uh, i'm pretty comfortable
0: here that show sounds like right up my alley I, I would be like okay all my friends they're all coming with me we're gonna go see karen she's gonna do some funny tarot card reading and hopefully we can all get a drink afterward
1: <laughs> absolutely yeah in fact if people look up psychic stand-up they can buy it on apple itunes or uh psychic stand-up valentine's edition i think you have to put mine in with it But it's also free on YouTube. And I just want everyone to enjoy it because I would love to be doing it out on the road because every show is different.
0: Well, and it gives you a taste of what you can do and how funny you are. And like I said, we all need that. Now, you were on Late Night with David Letterman. My goodness, girl, tell me about that experience. Well,
1: uh, oh, that is the only experience where I will truly allow myself to brag because I try to, especially, especially in the paranormal field and the uh, tarot field, I always feel like, don't act like you know everything because you don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to make sure you know that. So I sent a tape. I was only the second person to make it on the show off of the tape. And, what? Uh, And it took five years to get me on. Wow. Yes. Eddie Brill found me and he was like, you have to be on the show. And he got me in front of producers and they didn't like me, but he stuck with me. (laughs) And then he had this comedy festival and I did the comedy festival and he said, you have to be on. It's been too long. You should have been on by now. And uh, it was pretty amazing. It was, there was a little bit of a psychic experience in it too, in that I had written a joke years earlier and I was always like, that. I think David Letterman would like that joke. And <laughs> Eddie said, he's going to pick on that joke. And then when I was getting ready to leave, you know, he shakes your hand. And he held my hand, and he held me there longer, and he addressed that joke. And the joke really. Was, I only wear underwear with little pictures of Santa Claus on them, because then no matter what mood I'm in, I always know it's Christmas in my pants. <laughs> and so... So he held me after, and I remember being so scared. And he said, "Is it really always Christmas in your pants?" And in the, the crowd went crazy. And uh, <laughs> it was because it, I had just—I think that joke literally got me on.
0: Well, I tell you what, it, it would have made me laugh because that's just funny. Christmas in your pants, my God! Where'd you get that? That is hilarious. But also, Karen, you have your own podcast called paranormal Karen I don't know how the rest of it goes but I heard your prediction show on that we got to get into some of that too Uh, you had a ton of uh, psychics tarot card readers whoever else you had on there I think there was probably what 10 8 or 10 people on your podcast talking about it
1: yeah I had nine and then I finished off the show with mine
0: okay okay so Let's get into this, girlfriend. Now, you've already done your predictions. Now, does that change, or do you do a new one with me a little bit, or how do you want to do this? I'll probably
1: review, but uh, it was very interesting. Last year, um, and I always tell people this, I do predictions with tarot and psychic, but I tell everyone, astrologers can nail things down. I am a huge fan of astrologers. Okay. And what happened was last year, we knew March. Okay, the little I know about astrology. I don't do astrology as like, you don't pay me to do your astrology. Right. We knew about March, and we knew about January. Now, I had put out, I think, the end of February. It was so funny because people are so, like, I forget because I'm surrounded by psychics and comics, and I'm not, <laughs> that's my circle. But people jumped all over me because I said, hang on, there's something coming that's bigger than 9-11 that's going to change our lives or something like that. Wow! And everyone went, oh, that's too vague or whatever. But now looking back, I'm like, I don't think it was that vague because it uh, changed. No. I didn't say pandemic. <laughs> I didn't get pandemic, but I got the rest. And right. then we thought November through January, it was really hunkered down. And I know some of that was the virus. But in fact, I said to a friend of mine, I said, I really thought we were going to be more violent beforehand. And she said... I think the bad things you saw are happening behind the scenes, in sort of like there politically, a lot of craziness and firings and stuff. You had to watch it like a hawk. Right. Um, yeah, but January 6th, and also, you know, right now we're not there yet, but the inauguration day has some of the worst astrology.
0: In years. Wow. Yeah. What do you so, mean by that? I mean, what do you what are you picking up on that?
1: Um, it, it, the planetary lineups are so negative as for war, and I think that what happened on the 6th was the beginning.
0: Oh, no. Now,
1: yes, and I do believe in timelines. I think you can jump timelines, that there's always an option to change the future. And I think some of it may have been dissipated. Hopefully it's less, but I believe I would say the day before and the day after, at least those three days, be ready to just hunker down and stay in, because I think it could get crazy. Probably not in small towns, but there is still this scary lineup of planets that the civil, I kind of call it like a civil war, will probably continue.
0: Wow. See, that's scary, but we've already seen what happened on the 6th, and none of us really could have predicted that. You did say you have caught something on in January, and now you're saying... I heard the predictions of you and some other people saying April is not, um, well, something's going to happen in April. I don't know what it is. Do you have any insight on that? Or do you want to just go to maybe February and March and just kind of go down the line?
1: Sure. I'll kind of look. I also, I put out a podcast July 18th that was all about this stuff. And I felt very like, I don't want to scare everyone because you don't want to scare people. And this is my thinking. This is all reaching to a point of good. We are going to be good on the other end of this. It's not going to end in 2021. We have a process to go through, but we are moving out of the patriarchy into the matriarchy. So we've all been living under a masculine control. That's not men. That's everyone, the way we split male and female. And we are now moving into a female and more intuitive, a lighter sort of more compassionate way. The the patriarchy is white-knuckling it all the way, fighting it all the way, but we are moving into a better society that is probably going to be smaller organizations, smaller groups. I would read for some people and I would say to them, I can't, it's like there were always these healers that I would read for and they'd be like, what am I doing? And I'm like, I can't really see, I don't have a name for it right now, but it kind of looks like this. And then months later, I would have a podcast with someone and they would describe a different type of healing. And I was like, that's what I was trying to tell people. Oh,
0: I really? Sometimes yeah. I don't have,
1: yeah, sometimes I don't have the sort of the encyclopedia of it until it comes to me later. But I feel like I was telling a lot of people that we should be moving into smaller communities, taking care of our neighborhoods, knowing our neighbors, becoming more group-oriented in a smaller level, Probably the larger government is going to go a lot by the wayside, and that's probably really? six
0: years. Oh wow! Gosh. Okay. So, tell me what you think for February and March, and then going into April, if you don't mind, and kind of give me the the insight on that.
1: Okay. Um, let's see, because I didn't. Let me just pull some cards. Okay. Um, because I always kind of look at the bigger, bigger
0: picture. Oh, absolutely. You know better than me, girl. I have no idea about... And and I, and I mean, and I know tarot, there's so much involved in reading tarot cards, because you have to remember so much. And I know oracle cards are probably a little easier, That, but that's the gist of what I know. So we can even go into that later. But tell me what you're getting for the first, you know, third oh, of the year or whatever. Sure.
1: Sure. And I actually teach a tarot class online there. Yeah, there's so many details. I'm such a tarot nerd. I have a blog <laughs> now and everything, but I literally, I just did a whole blog on the shoulders and the chariot card. <laughs> so oh, wow. That's how much I love tarot and love the rider weight deck. Sure, um, sure. So the thing I feel like, I don't feel like everything is going to be perfect. But I feel like we need to get out of January. In fact, even now, the clients that are calling me are so depressed right now or feeling so heavy. And I always tell people the world right now is covered in a shell of fear. The United States is waiting for the other shoe to drop with whatever's going to happen with the election. Right. So, yeah, these two weeks that are left, see if you can separate what's yours and what belongs to the world. Because if you're getting really depressed, it's probably a lot of energy from the world. So I don't know why, but I feel like February is going to lighten up some or the bigger part of this issue should be handled. Okay. Now, it's it's going to feel better or maybe look a little better, but don't expect a lot of change in February. I do feel like There will be a lightening up where people will be out more and it'll be safer. Or there's something that feels way more optimistic in February, mostly to the end. Okay, so that's kind of my vibe around February, and it's not going to be drastic changes. Things are going to look the same. They're going to feel better. Um, Okay, you know some point through this year i feel like they're going to change that vaccine and that's a whole other topic i think they're also going to come up with a one of the astrologers said this and i agreed my i read this resonated with me about there's going to be another way to beat it whether it's through lighting or energy or something and i kind of like it in the way that um if you're not a person that's crazy about vaccines this will be a different answer
0: OK, so, you know, as far as changing the vaccine, I would love it if they change it to one as opposed to two, because it's just a crap show out there. You know, people trying to get vaccines and we can barely get one. And then you got to do this all over again in a couple months. I mean, really? I, I mean, it just seems like barbaric. So I think Johnson & Johnson has got one that's actually one dose.
1: I'm sure that's coming. I'm sure it's all coming. Okay. Actually, that's funny that it fits in, because as I look at the cards for March, march is going to feel organized okay mm, right so this, this yeah. may be it systems will be in place so some systems may get knocked out of place in january hold tight february is going to start to feel better like it's over march looks like systems will start to be in place now it may be sort of like the beginning of it, of this is how it's going to work or this is how we're going to get the vaccine out or whatever. It looks like the beginning is mapped out. The end is not. I don't know if that makes sense. It could change again how it's done. And I do feel like, I do think there's going to be another answer to that. I'm just going to leave that open like that because okay. I don't ever like to get into a Vax or antithet. It's not my business. I always say there's certain things, you know, I'm not a doctor, I'm a psychic, but there is going to be something about that changing into something else. And that'll probably be, I think that feels like kind of midway through 2021. Does that
0: make sense? Yeah, that it? makes sense. Yeah. Um, it sounds like they're maybe they're going to change the vaccine up a little bit and for sure, maybe make it a one dose, I hope, just because it's just chaos right now. Everybody trying to, to get it. So talk to me about April, though. What? I mean, that's everybody was talking about April.
1: Yeah, let me take a look. Okay. April, um, because here's the other thing. I do feel like, First of all, COVID to sort of put it in, there's two things about COVID. COVID was literally supposed to be for people to take a look at themselves. Remember how we kept saying we didn't have time to do anything, and then the universe was like, "Well, now you have time. Now you have
0: time. Now you're stuck at home. Now you have to do it. Yeah, (laughs) and to look
1: at yeah, and to look at your own crap. To look at your own what haven't you been handling? What have you been in denial about? Right. And it also is a little bit of mother nature going. I'm all done with you people abusing me.
0: Mm, That makes sense. So,
1: yeah, where viruses come from. So it was sort of um, 2020 was the death card. So all this stuff that we should have been addressing, which, you know, you remember in the beginning of COVID, it sort of was like, here you go. It was, you know, the death card is the end of stagnation. Here you go. So it kind of shoved everything in our face. Mm, Now, 2021 is a five. And fives are very, very much about, number one, letting go. Okay, again, let go or be dragged. <laughs>
0: right, let go or be dragged,
1: um, yeah. Yeah, um, and this year, is fives are very uneven, okay? Mm-hmm. They're, an un, they're an uneven number. Um, sometimes with fives, they can be emotionally heavy and letting go, um, but that's what 2021 will be. It will be full of surprises they will be a little better than 2020. I can't say we won't be, as you can see, everyone that was like, thank God we're out of 2020 is now thinking, well, maybe I spoke too
0: soon. It's like 2021 is saying, hold my beer, you know, to 2020, you know, so because it's starting out that way, at least least it seems like to me, I I hope it's not going to stay this way. But I do think that there's a process in this where, You know, you don't have a year like we all had in 2020, and it's all of a sudden magically tied up in a bone. It's all rainbows and butterflies. We have to continue to help each other out, to stay positive, to know that we will never go back to that normal. I want it all back to normal. No, we don't. We want it to change. We want it to change for the better for all of us, I would think. Exactly. And that's the thing. So many people on
1: that New Year's Prediction podcast, I believe it was Angela Lavelle that said, normal is canceled.
0: Normal has been
1: canceled. And I love that because, but people freak out. What does that mean? Well, you may not be returning to what was there, but it will get better. Things will get better. I also think in 2021, it started already, but you're going to see people moving out of the cities because people can telecommute work now. There's going to be a lot of people moving out of the cities into Uh, where they can grow their own food, there's just this inner instinct of, I want to do it myself. And a lot of people know, you know, when you grow your own food, it's a higher vibration than the food we buy in the stores.
0: Oh, absolutely. And it's funny you say that, because, you know, we have a ranch out in the country about an hour and 15, 20 minutes away from us. And it's 35 acres. And we've had it for years. And we have a little house out there in a pond. And Karen and I go out there and the sky's bluer, the air is fresher. It's just magic. And and now I live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I'm still in a suburb, but that this is a pretty big metroplex. You know, you're in L.A. You know what I'm talking about. And yeah. just the fact that I can get away and the vibe, if nothing else, just going out there and just going, oh, it's like a weight's lifted off of us. And I know, hey, it's a different place. And, yeah, you're you're getting away from your quarantine. Everybody, you, you can get away. And how lucky are you? Well, listen, we've had it for years. But it's just I, I appreciate it. But you're right. There are so many houses going up along that highway now, not near us, because we're really far out in the country. But I have a feeling that's going to change in the next 10 years. Yeah,
1: yeah, it is. And, and you know, uh, not to throw more terrifying things in there. <laughs> Great. But we, especially, California's due for an earthquake.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: it, there's been little quakes that have lessened. But I think Mother Earth has not done pointing out how we've abused her. So I think we're doing California, number one. Also, we are very open to a terrorist attack right now. So I kind of feel like the feeling of the other shoe-dropping is going to sort of lessen in February. But that is a point where we really have to get it together. And here's another thing. I'm not backing either party right now because I think it's all corrupt and I think it has to go. So there's this transition going on where everyone will need to take in all different, you know, information. And it's really a point where we all have to start really paying attention to everything. All the things we felt were out of our control or it doesn't matter if I vote because blah, blah, blah. That's going to change because I think it's being shoved in our faces right
0: now. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny how this election has really divided people so much. It's almost like a new party needs to emerge. Meaning not a Republican, not a Democrat, maybe somebody maybe in between that can see both sides, but try to be somewhat Sweden, but still give everybody as much as they want on either side. I mean, to me, that seems so much easier and better than being so far one way or so far the other way where one won't listen to the other.
1: I I agree. You know, it's very interesting because astrologers have been talking right now when you and I are taping this. We are in this place of revealing where things are being revealed that never were before. Mm. And I know a lot of QAnon people see that one way and other people see it the other way. But I feel like it starts in, again, when I said we come back into communities, we come back into worried about our neighborhood or our city council and I feel like there's going to be this movement to just say, "Screw the top guys. We're yeah. going
0: to take care of our own here." Well, you know, something's going to have to happen because the top guys aren't really getting it done. And I don't want to get this political because I'm not that kind of podcast. But I no. asked you for your predictions, so so you're seeing some of the transition there. What are you seeing for just the year in general? You know, in the next few months, is it you know as far as how everything's going to go on no masks i hope at the end of the year maybe i don't know i don't know if that's going to happen that quickly
1: i think at the end of 2021 masks are going to be more of an option
0: oh that's good news so okay.
1: yes they won't be forced upon us but some will still choose to wear them and that'll be
0: fine right okay um
1: okay. yeah i do feel like i feel like the middle of the year Is going to be better than the two sides. I think the two sides will have, you know, the beginning and the end. Right. So, again, be a little stressful. I feel like change is stressful. And I'm actually really optimistic about the summer months. Once we get past April, May, June, July, and August, they feel like people will have a chance to breathe or move or things will be, um, the optimism feels better there. Again, we're not going back to what it was. But the optimism in the middle of the year should be way better.
0: Oh, that's good news. Oh, that's such good news. And then now you're saying toward the end, it may not be as great. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I just feel like when winter comes, there's going to be worry again. mm mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I'm not getting anything really in particular, like when in March, when it was like, something's coming. And then in January, when I was like, something's coming. Yeah, Um, Yeah. I would say November. I really thought it, I think this mess started in November. And I don't know if that's when everyone started organizing or what. But I feel like we're not going to be smooth, smooth. But there's a couple of things that will happen, which is right now everyone is like, we're sitting up straight kind of stiff like wait when is this gonna when will covid be gone and there's going to be a leaning in that is like we just have to be careful now okay we have to do this things are going to change i do think the end of 2021 we should be out of most of this covid
0: mess oh that's good news oh that's great news seriously for everyone involved you know
1: ways away but Well,
0: I think it's going to take that long for everyone to get herd immunity, whether they get the vaccine or whether they've already had it and they're just immune for the six months or however long you're immune to it. I don't know how long it lasts, but, you know, it's just one of those things where we're all just so it's just such a crazy world right now with COVID and with this election. And I do think that because we've got so much energy on who's going to be in office and we know, well, we know who's going to be in office, but you know, what's going to transpire. And I think you're right. I think sometimes that's when the terrorists go, Hey, they're not thinking about anything we're doing, you know, that's kind of scary. And is that what you were kind of getting for April? Is that kind of what you were going toward? Um, You know what? I'm not, I feel like there's two options. I don't know why April bothers me so
1: much. I feel like if we can get out of January without an earthquake in California, we've bought ourselves time. I feel like for some reason, I feel like there's a cap on that about January. Um, Yes, April looks like that. April looks like trouble from overseas. Okay, so that could be a terrorist attack. It could be it could be more wars or something taking place with the Chinese, something like that. It's more like I don't know that it's exactly an attack, but it's like we got problems. This has to be straightened out or this has to be there has to be communication with this. Because I do feel like we'll see in the next two weeks what players are actually coming up through. People are very worried about China in a war because they're buying up a lot of land, but I'm not feeling that yet. I I know this is so bizarre, but I had a channeling from Osama bin Laden, and he clearly said no one listened to me, and it's not that. Oh, wow, um, nothing about 9/11. Right but it's about. Why did he do that? We jumped right into freedom isn't free. Why did they do that is because the meddling in the Middle East that I would say the American public doesn't even know about. And he said, my troops are reorganizing.
0: Oh, great. Okay. Fantastic. That's wonderful news, right? (laughs)
1: Well, maybe that stays over there. Maybe it stays over there.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: And somebody else said, you know, that also feels like the vibe of sort of this That was happening here is maybe that's what he was saying, but it's not going to be easy. But here's the good thing: is people are realizing what's important. We're getting out of a greed-based society because now it's about. It's not like it's about survival. Like, am I going to have enough? But it's like, do I really need that? Do I really need that?
0: I really feel this with you now, and I'm not a psychic at all, but I do really think you are massively onto something there. I don't think people need to have that eight bedroom house and they don't need to have all those things. Mother Earth is giving us a huge awakening and a big dose of humble, I think right now.
1: Yeah, and everyone is getting more psychic and everyone is getting more intuitive. And also there's a thing called the Schumann resonance and that measures the energy of the earth. And right now it's off the chart. Mm, And that mm. is about, like, love and compassion coming to this planet. Like, let's help them get through this. Let's help them. So there is this positive, positive energy to tap into. Everybody's probably feeling a little, isn't even COVID, but if people were feeling ill or really off right now, that's part of the evolution that's changing our bodies. Some of the, it wasn't just COVID, but things will be changing our DNA right now and getting us ready to handle this bigger energy of the age of Aquarius. So people are going to become a lot more intuitive and that usually leads to them being way more compassionate.
0: Not always. Yeah, no, I mean, that makes sense. So, okay. So you giving me your predictions, I have another question because I always ask the psychics this, okay? I always get different answers because I know you do paranormal investigating I know you've been to the Stanley Hotel. I know you've been to many other places, but that's one that stood out to me because I love all the Stephen King and all the things. Um, He's the whole reason I started writing, to be honest with you. I read them all in high school. Anyway, what are your feelings about ghosts? What are your feelings about evil entities, if they even exist? What are your feelings about cryptids and fairies and all those things? I'm just, you know, I've asked you a big loaded question, but I just, I'll let you go and, and you can let me know what you think.
1: Okay, um, so interestingly enough, I just did a podcast with someone, and don't try this at home. But she channeled a, a <laughs> she channeled a fallen angel. She channeled a demon.
0: Oh my goodness! And
1: it was one of the most enlightening conversations I have ever had.
0: Really? Um,
1: and it was about how they they don't go in and attack a human. They don't see humans. They see light and dark. And when okay. there's too much light, they come in to balance. They are here to balance us. Demons used to be called teachers. They were there when you needed to learn a lesson, but it wasn't, like, there's levels to demonic stuff. There's They have their own sort of hierarchy.
0: Okay. And,
1: like, the one we were talking to, like, when I said Ouija boards, he was like, no, nah, that's not me. That's, you know, that could be the lower levels, the, the more malicious or chaos levels. Okay. But he was about... How a person needs to be in touch with their shadow side. Because a lot of people don't know. Later in her life, Mother Teresa became possessed. And I asked him why Mother Teresa. And he said, because she took a pass on everything. She was like, I'm only about love and light. She didn't acknowledge her shadow side. And so they were like, Nope, you got one too. So here it comes. So oh, wow. people that yes, it was so I almost feel like there was Easter eggs in that interview where like two later I was like, Oh, that's what he was talking about. I understand that. Or um, it really was just a great conversation about knowing who you are and who your shadow side is and how they have a job. They have a job that they do. And the thing that made me hysterical was I said something, something made me laugh. And I said to him, "Uh, do you guys have a sense of humor? And he was like, yeah, but it's different. Like, oh. i like, you wouldn't get it. <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> that's like, hilarious. That? <laughs> that alone is hilarious.
1: <laughs> I know. And I won't do that interview again. The, the being said, I'd speak with you guys again, but I won't do it again for safety reasons. We did it. We made it out. I have been in a situation where most people and haunting, there is such a slight chance you're going to run into demonics. So don't get scared about it. It's very, very rare. And it always has something to do with a contract made somewhere else. So so I don't want people to go to bed and think they're worried about, don't worry about that.
0: Right. Um, okay.
1: But it was fascinating. And um, so with that kind of stuff, that's sort of a different level. Now, right, comes come down a little bit, I don't know if I'm saying down a level because that type of demon would challenge someone's ego or challenge their soul. Then there's sort of the things you see in horror movies and in haunted houses, which I feel like that's the lower level. That's just about chaos. That, to me, feels more frightening than the, the higher level. But, again, probably never going to run
0: into it, people. So don't be afraid. Just live your life. Do your inner work. And right. you should be fine. I was going to ask you, so as far as, like, ghosts, though, I mean, do people really get stuck here? Or, I mean, is that really what happens? Uh, Yes. And there's sort
1: of three levels of what gets stuck here. There's a, well, there's two really, which there's a residual haunting, which is the consciousness isn't here as residual haunting is something where I do the same thing every day and that makes an energy imprint. So someone moves into a house I've been in for 30 years, and all of a sudden they see a woman walk by. That's not really me. It's
0: sort of this energy imprint. Kind of like a recording um, or something, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah, okay. Exactly. okay. And then there's a intellectual haunting where you may be interacting with the spirit or the spirit is doing something. They might be caught in the time loop or it might be a fragment. Like for me to channel Osama bin Laden, that doesn't mean he's in heaven or he's in hell. It means he's joined the collective, but the fragment of the consciousness of what he was about or what he did is still here. Is it him? hundred percent? No.
0: No. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I get that you picked up on maybe some, like you said, some fragment of him, of his personality or his essence or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And
1: then you have spirits that can back and forth You know, our vibration is very low down here, so it's kind of hard for them to... But that's when someone might come visit you or, you know, it's easier for them to show up in your dreams because you're in a lighter stage. But there are definitely people that we would call them stuck here um, that are just doing the same thing over and over. They might be haunting a house and literally wondering, who moved into my house? Like, they're not aware. But also, in the other dimension, what is time? So we might be like, oh, this spirit's been stuck here for hundreds of years. Well, in that dimension, it might be a day.
0: Right. No, exactly. And that's the thing. I mean, and I've heard people talk about even like cryptids and Bigfoot, like he's here or she's here and then they go in another dimension. That's why we don't see them all the time. They don't die in our dimension. They die in another dimension. I mean, that's kind of, I don't know if that's too woo-woo, but it seems to me why we haven't found him or her yet.
1: Exactly. You know, there's a couple of things with that, yes, and that's UFOs, and that's okay. a lot of the cryptids. And here's what's interesting. As we move into this matriarchy, the veil between the worlds that used to sort of be there is gone. For for years now, I've been saying the veil is thinning. It's gone now. Oh, wow, so okay. People will be having these experiences more, and they don't have to seem creepy okay creepy is sort of a perception you'll know when something's there that's not supposed to be like if you do have a spirit that's in this dimension that isn't supposed to your stomach will get upset or your hair will stand on end right you know that doesn't mean they're dangerous it means they're not supposed to be here so in Cryptoids, they crypto, there's sort of a different a little bit of a different category. And Faye and Jin are also kind of in their own category. Okay. I had a Faye attachment once. I was fooling with some people when I didn't know better. Oh wow. In fact this is a whole this is a whole comedy special. <laughs> I was gonna tape it before COVID and then it's really very funny, but it's not. But it is about someone came over to my house and said, you all want to do a fairy spell? And we were like, whatever. <laughs> and then the thing granted a whole bunch of wishes and then stayed with me. And it was, uh, it was quite a learning experience. Wow. My friend Tommy would say. Yeah. But the thing about faith and elementals are some people think they're great and work with them. I always sort of hang back on that. Because they are of a different consciousness. Uh, In fact, where I got in trouble with my Faye attachment was we had done a spell and then left them something in exchange. Okay. But they don't do an exchange. They come back in the next day. We had left them a gift of chocolate. They like sweet. Okay. And then I threw it away. And then the Faye was like, so where's my chocolate now? So, where's my chocolate now? Mm. So, like, like, they are not in an exchange for a contact and they often kind of laugh at us and they kind of like to make fun of us. Now, there's other Fae where, like, I was reading for a friend, and I didn't know it was Fae at the time, but I was like, there is something very tall in your garden that loves you, that oh, is wow. protecting you in the garden. And What it was is this was a spirit of her of her land. And she was building this garden and she would always say to her plants, I love you or or, you guys are beautiful. So she was showing this love for the earth that made this fairy kind of step in like, all right, this is good. This is
0: good. Oh, wow. See that? I love that. That's fantastic. I mean, if we could all just do that, uh, the world would be a lot better place, wouldn't it?
1: <laughs> yes. And, and, you know, I started to fill my apartment with plants that I talk to all the time. And really, just so people know, this is really woo-woo, but you should say, I love you to your food. You should say, I love you all the time because it puts things in your same frequency.
0: Okay. No, that makes sense because Mary Helen Hensley was talking about frequency and healing frequencies and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that does make sense. It really does. I don't think people think about, it's more than just this three-dimensional world, and I'm all about learning what you do, and people that listen to my podcast know, I talked to my mom, she died three and a half years ago, I talk to her all the time at night, I'll just start talking to her, one night I did it, and I just trusted it, and guess what, now I talk to her all the time, we have full-on conversations. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful,
1: now you have an open channel with her, so it happens all the time, yes. Yeah, I mean, anytime. Yeah, I love plants. When I put all my plants in, there is a large amount of these sort of paranormal activity in my apartment that dissipated. Because every apartment has its own fae or its own brownie or its own spirit. Every house does. And you just kind of want to keep them happy.
0: So you're saying that fairies are everywhere. They're not just in Ireland or Scotland or they're everywhere.
1: Yeah, fairies are everywhere. Elemental are always, especially if you have land, you're probably dealing with elementals.
0: Okay. Um, but
1: as, you know, you're good to your land, so they're not worried about
0: you. Yeah, no, yeah, we we try. We take very good care of it, and we worry about it. And we had a big fire back in 2009, and yesterday, we only had like 12% humidity here in Dallas-Fort Worth area, and winds were high, and there was a fire up by where we have our house, and we're thinking, not again, not again. You know, you guys know that. You live in California. So, right. but it it was fine. And let me ask you something else. Everybody has guides. So what's the best way to contact your guide? And how do you know? I mean, that's something I've always asked because I'm so jealous of people say, well, my guides say, and I'm like, well, I wish I had a guide, you know, I wish I had somebody to talk to besides, you know, just the people I'm stuck with 24 fricking seven. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> uh, well, there's a couple of ways. First of all, Chris Penzak is one of my favorite authors and he writes two books. Okay. And one is called Witch's Shield, and everyone should read this book. It is about shielding your energy, keeping your aura and everything cleansed. It's a very simple, short book. And the second book is called Spirit Allies. It okay. really lays out for people that kind of would prefer to have a map of how to do this. He does that. I would say another way is to just talk to them. Um, you can do automatic writing. A good phrase that you want to start with is God consciousness guides. Okay. Okay. Um, because we have all kinds of guides. Um, your God consciousness guides are going to be the ones that are probably the highest connection. I always joke that we have ancestral guides, but like if you ever saw my family, you would not be that interested. In that <laughs> if you were um, but, but start with that also. Just sit and meditate or close your eyes for like a minute and ask for a name. You may get a name as easy as, you know, Florence or something that you don't quite understand. And if you don't quite understand it, you can say, can I call you this? They don't care what you call them. They don't care what you think they look like. Mine looks like the emperor in the tarot.
0: Oh, wow. With
1: another psychic, they might say, oh, wow, interesting. Your guide looks like the emperor. And so he and I are comfortable with that appearance. I had an imaginary friend when I was little named Ben. I assume this is him, so I call him that,
0: oh wow, yeah, well, you know that's the thing, and just like with my mom, i just I just start talking to her, and I just trusted it as opposed to going, "Oh, no, well, at first i was I thought I was a little nuts. But then I was just like, you know what? I'm feeling better about things. And it only lifts my vibration if I try to talk to her. So I can't be doing any harm. So, and it seems to work. Yeah, it seemed to have worked. So, um, but Karen tell my listeners... How they can get in touch with you, if they would like a tarot reading, if they would like to look at some of your YouTube videos, anything related to you, tell my listeners how they can find you.
1: Okay, so we got real heavy today, but I do do comedy. Know. <laughs> you go to karenbronkowski.com, you can get a tarot reading, you can take my tarot class. If you put in Paranormal Karen, you will find my podcast. Also, I have a series, a comedy series paranormal Normal Karen on YouTube. And really, if you go to my website and sign up for my newsletter, you can see what's coming. And there you can also buy the Psychic Stand-Up CD or you can find it on YouTube. Um, But karenrontowski.com. And uh, I think that's everything. My Instagram is usually just funny. My Twitter can get political. And my Facebook is just a little of both.
0: Your your Instagram is hilarious And so is your TikTok I just followed you Because I'm new on TikTok And I think you are too Oh yeah
1: I'm trying to figure it out Get in with the kids
0: (laughs) I I know I'm like "Well, Well you know what It's helped my podcast So I'll take that every day But Karen You have been fantastic And thank you so much For joining me today
1: Well thank you You too I'm so glad we made this connection
0: If you like what you heard Please leave me a five star review It'll help my podcast out And more people will be able to listen Also I am a novelist and write Paranormal Romance. All my books are available on Amazon.com, so check me out. And you can also reach me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you guys all for your support, and I'll talk to you next week.